0: Amen. Do you believe that tonight? Is all things possible for you? Amen. Let's turn to the scripture right away. Matthew chapter 3. Thank you to our faithful musicians. Amen. And to all the sound and the brothers that are helping and sisters to make this service possible. Amen. Brother uh, Matthew chapter 3. Brother Peter uh, withal shared with us some of these photos. And uh, this is from uh, near France somewhere, and uh, I think it's nice. Some of you share some of your uh, photos with us. Amen. Amen. Everyone feeling okay tonight on a Wednesday night? It's good to be able to hear the word and fellowship. It's nice to have Brother Dice and uh, Brother Noah back from Edmonton with us. This might be their last uh, Wednesday night. They're going to be traveling on to Arizona on Tuesday. So we want to make sure that uh, they have our love, amen, and amen. it's been nice having them with us. God. And uh, we want to thank the Lord for Brother Steve and Sister Hannah. Yes. This is their anniversary tomorrow, Praise God. so uh, we want to give them 27 years of blessings. Oh, hallelujah. May this God. next year be the greatest year of their whole lives. Yes. Yes. Sister Hannah has a lot of character to yes. live with a minister, oh, amen. Wow, amen. that was the biggest response all night from Sister Hannah. So, But Brother Steve and, and I had already agreed. Amen. We, God. amen. Sister Hannah and Brother uh, Sister Sharon and Sister Joyce and any other minister's wives, yeah. amen, God. they have a double cross. They amen. have their own, and they have the minister, too. So, you, Amen. Just be glad, Brother Mark, you're not a minister. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Matthew chapter 3, and uh, I think it's good to come on a Wednesday night and hear the word. And for our children and uh, all of us to come, I think it's really good. Matthew chapter 3, verse 13, this is when Jesus was uh, baptized. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him, but John forbade him saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? Mm -hmm. And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so, for thus it becometh us, us, do you notice that? Us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. Mm -hmm. And Jesus, uh, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. I believe that's what he says about you too and me tonight. We want to just enter into this word tonight and the Lord include you in the word. As we bow our heads... uh, who would just say, Lord, speak to me tonight. Minister to me. Let this be an extraordinary Wednesday night. Our dear Heavenly Father, I have both my hands lifted up. We stand in need of you tonight. As a body of believers, as a family, we want to humble ourselves and, and just admit, Lord, that you, Lord, we are weak, but you are strong. We, we are the female part, but you are the male part. I know many have driven a long way. Some have a long ways to drive after the service. Some have gone to school. Some are suffering. I pray that you would just strengthen, Lord, every single person. Lord, I have a special prayer request. And that's that every person would feel better when they leave than they do right now. Physically, spiritually, emotionally, just in every way that you would just pour down your Holy Spirit. May the Word of God have freedom and access, Lord. Lord, break us out of the Laodicean spirit. Don't let us get dry and formal. Don't let our little church on this Bennett Drive here, Lord, just get in a rut, Lord. It's too far down the road, Lord. We want to worship you freely. We want to learn from the Word. We want to receive, Lord, and uh, have the Word be like spiritual food in due season. Bless every person that is here. And some that aren't here that are traveling, some are at home. I pray as they stream that they would be edified and renewed. I pray that you would guard my words, Lord. May I never offend or hurt any of your sheep, Lord. For it would be better that a millstone would be hung around my neck and I'd be thrown into the depths of the sea than to offend one of the least of your children. So I pray that you would make it right in our hearts, Lord. And just let us have a spirit that's always learning and growing. Bless us now as we take your word, I pray, in Jesus Christ's name. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. God bless you. You can have your seats. Thank you. Amen. Should I take off my suit coat? Sure. Amen. I can count the ties in the building in one hand. Amen. So, am I overdressed? Should I come in suspenders maybe one day? Maybe, brother Andy, I should come out in some sheer sucker trousers. You know, would that be okay, brother? Elias? Just the trousers. You know, would that be nice? Come on. Sure. Okay. Let, who cares about what brother John? <laughs> just have some clothes on, please, brother John. Hey, man. Let's. We kept our scripture there in Matthew 13, as when Jesus was baptized. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Yes. Let's just go a few chapters later to Matthew chapter 17. Amen. Tonight's going to be a little bit of a pastoral message and we need those every once in a while. Amen. I think Sister Serena is streaming tonight. She's going to be with her family on the island Amen. for a few, da- a few weeks maybe. And so she'll be streaming tonight, yes. the Lord willing. Tonight, I want to speak on changes in the bride's ministry. Uh-huh. And it's been touched on. I, it's part of our homework from the Bible study to hear my new ministry, the yes. message Brother Branham spoke, 1959. If you want to write it down, 1959, yes. November the 15th. Yes. Brother Steve mentioned it last uh, Wednesday also. Yes. And I had it on my heart, had quite a few notes written, and Brother Mark mentioned. Some of the very thoughts, even this last Monday night Bible study. So, I just believe we're in a channel, the ministry, the local ministry. It's good to work like that. And when you see it, we ought to thank the Lord for it. Matthew 17, verse 1. After six days now, this is after some years had went by. Jesus was baptized in Matthew 3. And then now this is Matthew 17. After six days, uh, or after six church ages, some might say, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John. This is Mount Transfiguration. He bringeth them up into the high mountain apart, Mm -hmm. and was transfigured, or he was changed, before them. And his face did shine as the sun... And his raiment was white as light, as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elias talking with him. Isn't this amazing? So you have Peter, James, and John, and Jesus. And now Moses and Elijah, they appear and they begin to talk to Jesus. Verse 4, Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, and one for Moses, and one for Elias. You know, Peter was always ambitious, you know. He was always wanting jumping out there, and oh my, this would be a great thing to do here. And 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 let's build three tabernacles. He was so ambitious in things. Verse five, but while this was all happening, and I'm speaking about a change tonight. While he yet spake, behold a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold a voice out of the cloud which said this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased, hear ye him. I need you to hold this verse now because it's the same uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put it on the screen. If you just look in Matthew three seventeen, I put it on the screen. Yeah. And our verse, Matthew 17, verse 5. It's the exact same words. This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Yes. Except now on Mount Transfiguration, the voice said, "Hear ye him." Yeah. There was a change. Yeah. This was further of, of the ministry. It wasn't just his baptism. Right. It wasn't just the initial part or God dealing with him in the first stages of his, say, uh, teaching or growing up. But he had come to a place now of adoption where the voice was speaking and it was speaking about the ministry of Jesus. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye Him. And that must also happen in your life and in my life where we move beyond just baptism and move beyond just being saved and move beyond just being a church where we can move into the bride, the bride calling, the bride's ministry. And only the bride is going to come to this place where He says about her to hear ye Him or hear ye her speaking about the life of Jesus back in the people again. I want you to notice verse 6. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face and were sore afraid. And Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and be not afraid. Don't be afraid of this change in your ministry. Don't be a change of the, of the ministry that's happening. It's time to go further. Yeah. I want you to listen to Brother John's words tonight. Everything I'm going to be saying is, is progressive and what we need to apply to our spiritual lives. Yeah. Verse 8 is so important also. When they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no man save Jesus only. It's very dangerous today when people in the message have an experience in the message and are looking to other things as the highlight. Whenever this happens and whenever there's a change of the ministry, that's who we ought to see more of is Jesus. How many want to see more of Jesus? It's it's not more of the church. It's not more of the pastor. It's it's not more of uh, of, of, of other things in your life. It's not the money. It's not your education. It ought to be where we want to see Jesus only. Jesus only. So tonight as we step into our thought, and it's very important, Matthew 3 and Matthew 17, because it shows the different levels of maturity, but also the voice speaking, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. I think many could have those words spoken about them in their lives. But to have the words hear ye him spoken from a voice speaking about the maturity in the bride is another level. It's another level. Tonight I'm speaking about changes in the bride's ministry. Changes in the bride's ministry. Christ only has one bride. Uh, The church world is not the bride of Christ. They might be saved. There might be some of them that are saved or sanctified, but there's only one bride of Jesus Christ. So I'm actually speaking on another level tonight about the changes in the bride's ministry, I'm speaking about you. And I want everyone, including the media and everyone, to try to focus in on the Word. I know we're improving. I know that there's the internet. I know we have sound and things. But I think it's important for us all when it comes to the Word to try to get as much from every service that we can. Do you agree with that? Christ only has one bride. And there's been many changes. And when I speak about the bride's ministry, I'm not speaking about pulpit ministry, just pulpit ministry. I'm speaking about you and your life or what God's put in your life, your daily individual walk with God. It is so important. Tonight, your personal experience is very important. If you want to write down some of the notes, that would be fine. Rapturing condition is very essential. It ought to be the theme of the church. It ought to be the the, the main thing of all what we're seeking to do. I think that was in our song service. It ought to be in our prayers. It ought to be in our homes when we pray with one another. So tonight when I'm speaking about the bride's ministry, I'm speaking about your ministry. And it comes down to the local church. I want to bring your attention back to last Sunday Uh, Who enjoyed the services last Sunday? Brother Daniel Andes. I feel like the Lord brought him here special to speak on healing. Brother Ben And Here we are Wednesday night. And and next Sunday, the Lord willing, Brother Steve Clark will speak in the evening service. And we'll speak in the morning. I just want to give an announcement about the Monday morning Bible study. That we have moved that to the next uh, Monday. There will be no Bible study this next uh, Monday. That's October the 9th. Um, There's a lot of visitors that are coming in town. It's a holiday weekend. It's Thanksgiving uh, Day in Canada and Columbus Day. Some are traveling. And I just felt to give a break for our uh, media team, Sister Shannon and others that labor for this Monday. So uh, if you have anything negative to say about that, just put it on the pastor. Amen. Then we'll we'll move it to the next Sunday. Or to the next Monday. And I want to encourage the, the Bible study uh, and the congregation to continue to read Isaiah. That's part of our homework and, and some things that's been spoken. I think it's been good spiritual superfood. Yeah. Yeah. And the following weekend, on the Saturday at 6 o'clock and Sunday, we have a special speaker coming and also our communion foot washing Amen. and our anniversary meetings. If you can see this, uh, we are actually four weeks until our anniversary meetings. Can you all see that? Here we are, we're gonna be coming right into that time and uh, let's all be praying for the Lord to really move in this time uh, with our brothers coming. Amen. Are you ready for the service tonight? I I wanna deliver what the Lord placed upon my heart. There's one place in the message that is often quoted the most when speaking about the bride's ministry. And oftentimes when it's quoted, it's, it's actually emphasized wrongly. And that's why I wanted to bring it out first. It was in the seals, of the questions and answers, when they asked Brother Branham, remember I'm speaking about changes in the bride's ministry. And they asked Brother Branham the question, would the bride of Christ have a ministry before the rapture? And Brother Branham said, sure, that's what's going on right now. See the bride of Christ, certainly it is the message of the hour, see the bride of Christ. Then he goes on to say she consists of apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists and pastors, is that right? That's the bride of Christ, sure she's got a ministry, a great ministry, it's the ministry of the hour, it'll be so humble. Many times people, when they've heard this quote, they put the ministry as just being the fivefold ministry. But Brother Barnum said she consists of, and he speaks about apostles and prophets and teachers and evangelists and pastors. That's the bride of Christ. But there's more to the bride of Christ than just the five-fold ministry. So just to apply this... Uh, to apply this as his answer, that the ministry of the bride is only the fivefold ministry is, is an error. Right. Right. I said it's an error. The bride of Christ has a global ministry, Amen. and the housewife has a ministry. The, the students going to school. Sister Liel just turned 18 on Monday. Happy birthday, Sister Liel. She's going to college here, and some of our other students are going to college and university. You have a ministry. It's the ministry of the hour. It's the message of the hour. So I'm taking all of this tonight, and I'm really bringing focusing down, because for many, many years, people in the message have been taught and trained to look to human leadership for direction. And it's almost become uh, on the negative or uh, so much to where they put uh, these ministers in a a role of leadership over them that they they have put themselves way down somewhere on some level. It takes away confidence from the people in the congregation to have a personal walk with God. Tonight I want to restore that back to this little church. Amen. The focus is not on the pulpit. And I'm speaking about changes in the bride's ministry because for many years there was a lot of emphasis on the ministry and on the pastor and on the ministers and things. But for the bride to get out of here, the bride must recognize who she is. So the focus is not on the pulpit tonight. The focus is not popular gifts in the body and ministries and and making them like icons. That is an error. And, and I, when Brother Branham went on to say, it'll be so humble, I think that's what I want to dwell on for the next minute and a half. That word humble means it's a person that's not arrogant, self-promoting all the time. It means that a person knows how to be abased, to be lowly, to not be proudful, not be haughty, not always seeking the center of attention and I know this goes against the grain of, of Laodicea that's trying to be everything selfie and me and how do I look and all of that but the bride of Christ has been broken and broken and broken so much that it ought to bring a humility within the bride of Christ I, I got a few amens some grunts and groans and but I mean God help us to be more of a humble people and I believe those within our church, and I'm asking it, those that even serve in our church in leadership or whatever role that you're in, uh, Sunday school or music, that you humble yourself. It's not about promoting yourself, it's, it's, but it's remaining in a place that God can use you where you're not always seeking to be the center of attention. God help us, Lord. And I, I want to encourage the church tonight in your personal walk with Jesus Christ. In your personal consecration. Yeah. Just learn to get out of the way more. Yeah. Just learn to seek the Lord in prayer and find that secret place alone. Yeah. I believe that's where the focus is again, where you must pray. You must get alone with God. Yeah. You must find a place where you can find the answers to what you're going through right. in your personal life. Now, in a message countdown also after the seals, Brother Branham said, friends, may I say this, it has come to the age of astronaut. Let's all say astronaut. We have moved out of the airplane age. He's talking about a change, change in ministry. It's time to move on. We've got more power now. The astronaut age has come in. What is it? We've come into a spiritual age of astronautcy, going above. It's the same spirit, only more power, only lifted higher, can go higher, can see more, can believe more, to be more like Christ. I'm speaking to all of us tonight. Not the automobile, not the horse and buggy, not even the airplane. But the astronaut, he sweeps on and above each one. We ought to stop right there and say, God, help me not to be a horse and buggy believer. Uh, Help me not to just be an automobile believer or even an airplane believer. But I'm an astronaut. Sweep on down into my life, Lord, and move me above all those other things. It's, stop, it's time to stop us putting horse and buggy photos up or quotes up and glorifying the days of the past and saying, oh, what a great automobile and polishing up our favorite classic cars. No, it's, I'm speaking spiritually. Our classic quotes and our classic this. It's time to let the people move on to an astronaut age. Sweep over our souls, Lord, tonight. Catch us away, God. We've come into an eagle age. That's what Brother Branham was focusing on about speaking about prophets. We are in an eagle age. Yeah. We realize in the Bible, we find in Malachi 4 that we're promised that in the last days. He likes his prophets to be to eagles. He calls himself an eagle. He is the great Jehovah eagle. Hallelujah. So you're not a chicken. You are an eagle. Yeah. Come out of her. Come up higher. Yeah. Come further than you ever had before. Now, for many years in the message, I want you to listen really closely, because of the overlap of the ages and and Brother John's been raised in the message. So we've come now from the 70s and the 80s into the thousands and all the spiritual eras, era, era that has come from the Pentecostal age into the bride age. Brother Steve Clark was raised in the message also. There's been an era, different ones that have grown up through a Pentecostal age into the bride age. And many times for years, There would be older people that would come from an earlier age. Maybe they would say it would overlap and it would come into the message and we would kind of give them allowance and say they come from a Pentecostal age or maybe they were born under the man age and we kind of gave them allowance to be like that. But friends, we are in another season of time. But Brother John has noticed we can see the same thing happening in the message where people can go so far and they can go so far and they can go so far and it can become an older mentality in the message that God will have a bride, it's the same message, but will move us into rapturing faith. And I know there's been a lot of overlapping and I know there's been a lot of things that people have carried on, but you cannot carry things from the old age into the eagle age. It's time to drop all of those things and I wanted to say that and I don't want to be misunderstood tonight but in that time of overlapping it's time to go all the way into the bride's ministry. I believe the the prophet messenger his ministry is very important. Who would agree with me tonight? Brother Steve Clark's been ministering on that and I so appreciate that. And there's only one major prophet to the age and his name is William Branham. He was the Elijah. He he fulfilled the role of the seventh angel messenger. But remember, the seventh angel messenger points the people back to the mighty angel. It's It's not our role as believers to just keep pointing to William Branham. William Branham, William Branham. No, it ought to be the mighty angel, which was Christ. If we hear Brother Branham's message and all we repeat afterwards is William Branham, Brother Branham said, Brother Branham said, Brother Branham said, then we've missed the whole message. Remember in the Old Testament, Eliezer brought the bride to the bridegroom. In the scripture, Eliezer brought Rebecca to Isaac. Is that true? Today, William Branham brought us to Christ. I'm not saying fall out of love with William Branham he was a step in the journey but once he leads you to Christ we are not to make love to William Branham it ought to be Jesus Christ it ought to be Jesus Christ it it ought to be in our homes it ought to be in our churches it ought to be in our daily talk it it's not just quoting a prophet And don't anyone misinterpret, Brother John. I I listen to Brother Brownham every single day. I don't want you to misunderstand that. But when I listen to the message, I am hearing from Jesus Christ. The bride is in love with Jesus Christ. I am speaking about changes in the bride's ministry. Because there was a time when Brother Brown's ministry was very emphasized at conventions and at services and and witnessing and getting the message around the world was a main focus. And I think it ought to be our focus. I think the message is what will bring the bride to rapturing grace. But the message is Christ. And we've fallen in love with Christ. And as we've moved further, the fivefold ministry is not to overlord over the bride. The fivefold ministry should not now become what would repeat and what we quote and what we just got to follow. No, you are to follow Christ. The, the fivefold ministry is not to be dictators over the bride. It's not say as I say, do as I do. No, that's Nicolaitanism. And the changes in the bride ministry, we've got to go further than that. We've got to go further than where we've been before. I'm speaking to all of you tonight and, and I have the liberty as the pastor to preach like this tonight. So if I step on your toes, I'm allowed to come into your private life. I'm allowed to come into your, your, your bedrooms and say things. When things get a little bit onto on one side, it's actually Brother John's duty to bring it back in line. Don't, don't worry, I get calls and texts and emails from people in the congregation and they have concerns and they have certain things they're observing and, certain, and I'm aware of that. But I, I'm just seeking to take the higher road and keep preaching the word and keep having the grace of God and God's mercy that God will also deal in those other areas. But we've got to be feeding on the main thing and that's Jesus Christ and will never rise any higher than the ministry that we're under. And that's not just the pastor. That is the ministry that he allows in the church. Let me set something straight here. You'll never rise higher than what your pastor, the the type of teaching he allows in your church. So if he's just trying to elevate himself all the time, then you won't rise higher than him. But if he allows other ministers in the church, and visiting ministries, and teaching ministries, and young ministries, and if he can work with other brothers, then that ministry in the local church, then it gives us something to rise up to. And the church ought to be very happy about that. But Brother John has never sought to be the only preacher in our church. We, we have promoted other ministries. We've encouraged other ministries, and, and we will continue to do that. Because the 5 ministry is not overlords over the people. Amen. We want you to fall in love with Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's not just fall in love with our church. Let's not just fall in love with our ministers. Or a group chat that you're on. Or some little groupie, you know, that you feel a part of. Sometimes we need to break out of that. It's got to be the word that's our main thing. Hallelujah. Put on more of the messages of Brother Branham. Yeah. I encourage you, friends. We, yeah. We're coming into seasons of change, yeah. and they're not easy. Right. Yeah. And Some of you know what I'm talking about. Transition is not easy right. in what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Amen. I'm going to mix this in with some of Brother Branham's words. He's continuing on now. I'll go back to just keep the continuity. He's talking about how we're not uh, in the in the ages before us. We're not in the automobile, right. horse and buggy, or in the airplane. But we're astronauts. Alleluia. We're in the eagle age. Yes. I'm just continuing on. He is able to achieve to himself a bride. Amen. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, God. You are His victory. Yes, yes, yes. You are His victory. I said, you are His victory. That's Christ is the mystery of God revealed. I'm just giving you, that you are His victory. So He's not defeated. And in bringing these, these quotes to you, I'm elevating Christ in your life. He's able to achieve to Himself a bride. He is going to, in the last days, be able to get a bride that with a ministry that so exactly like a man and his wife becomes one, When Jehovah gets his people like him, then he lives in his people. They are one. Praise be to God. When Jehovah gets his people like him. Hallelujah. I just love Brother Branham. He wasn't trying to bring people to him. He was always pointing to Christ. When Jehovah gets his people like him, then he lives in his people. They are one. It fulfills the scripture. Exactly what he said in St. John 14, 12. He that believeth on me the works that I do shall he also. It also fulfilled what Jesus said would take place as it was in the days of Sodom. So shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. And we are living in those times. Now if there there was changes in Jesus' ministry. Is everyone doing okay tonight? There was changes in Jesus' ministry. Yeah. There was changes in Brother Branham's ministry. Yes. Then there will be changes in the bride's ministry. Yes. And if you're so hardened and yeah. in a rut that you cannot see that, then I, I fear for your spiritual life. We've got to be flexible, friends. Yeah. And I'll get into that in just a little bit. There's, there must be a, a willingness in your heart to change. You've got to change. We're, we're living in a rapid season of change. and when There were changes in Jesus' ministry. And, I, and I, our opening scripture in Matthew was one example of when he was baptized. And the voice said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And then as the years went by in his life. And when Mount Transfiguration, which was another stage of his ministry. Is when the voice said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye Him. So it's different. It's a higher now. It's, can I say hear ye her now? It's not that she was baptized or that she was just walking along in justification, but the bride has got to enter into a place where the voice can say whatever she says. What does Hattie Wright want? What, what do you want, William Branham? And what do you want? Uh, how are you speaking to this body of believers? There were changes in Jesus' ministry, and, and I'll just make it clear because any church that doesn't have a doctrine isn't a church, and any pastor that don't have doctrine isn't a real pastor. When Jesus was baptized, and he started out his ministry, was just like many of you were baptized. But there comes a season and a, and a walking in the word of maturity and that is a season of adoption when he can say, hear ye him or hear ye her. We must receive the Holy Ghost. But the bride is working in that spirit to come to maturity. And that is adoption. That is maturity where God can put, put his word into your heart and trust you in your spiritual life. There were changes in Jesus' ministry. There was changes in, in William Branham's ministry. And I would encourage you to, as you listen to the message, ask the Lord to help uh, understand what Brother Branham was going through, that, that it would give you understanding in what you're going through. If you're just become a modern age YouTuber and watching the news and finding out what Trump is doing and find out what politics and the House of Representatives is doing and what's happening in Russia today and what's happening in Ukraine today and you become an elite like scientist as it was, you're going to miss spiritually what God's doing. We can become so honed in on certain aspects of our natural lives. And friends, we need to be more spiritual. When you see arrogance raising up in an individual, in a church, it shows they haven't been with the husband. Right. When you see someone that's arrogant and self-promoting all the time and it's their way or the highway or, you know, I just got to sit you down and talk to you, you know, about something for a long time and they're just barreling their thoughts and opinion, they've really missed something yeah. because I don't find Jesus that way. Right. I don't find William Branham that way. I say, God help us to be more like Jesus. So there will be changes in the bride's ministry. Brother Branham had three pools of his own ministry: first pool, second pool, third pool. And some has disputed this, but you also have different pools of your own life. You have justification, you have sanctification, you have baptism of the Holy Ghost. But you also have seasons of your life. Uh, Brother Branham talked about in a family, it might seem like when it rains it pours. Yeah. When things happen, times they'll go really good for a long time, and then, yeah. then all of a sudden things will go really bad sometimes. Yeah. You're just in another season. Yeah. Yeah. You're just at another time. You're gonna make it through. Yeah. You're gonna be fine. You know, friends, we need to just flex our wings tonight and be real eagles. Yeah. We're not here on a Wednesday night to have a, you know, a little groupy session and moan on one another's shoulders and walk out of here defeated. I want you to go home strengthened and renewed. Lord, let our ministry go deeper so we can go deeper. Let our church go deeper so our families can get stronger, Lord. I've been praying about that and I know you have too. And just considering these things. That's why, and I just want to say this, let me go back to just emphasize again about our local church. And Brother Steve and I has talked about it, about our Sunday night services, that we will continue to have Sunday night services. And you say, well, you know, your church isn't very deep, or you don't have great revelations. Well, we'll have a Sunday morning, we'll have a Sunday night, we'll have Bible studies, we'll have a Wednesday night, we'll have fellowships, our young people and can get together tomorrow night. We're doing all we can, friends. We'll have special meetings. We'll bring in young ministry. We'll bring in senior pastors. Yes, yes, I mean, look out over your, 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 your month as it was. and Look out over the Sunday school. And what, People are making an effort for you. Yes. Be part of the solution. Yes. And stop being part of the problem. Yes. Be one of those that move the wheels down the road yes. instead of being in the hinder part, seeing all the back parts of everybody. What are you looking at everybody's hinder parts for? You know, we have nurses and doctors here, and, you know, the hinder parts of those gowns is very embarrassing. You don't want people to be in your room, you know, when you need to go to the restroom. It's like, these things are embarrassing. We can have people in the church that are like that. They're always looking at everybody's hinder parts, and, oh, it's embarrassing, and I saw this. Well, get out of the room. Get down on your knees and pray a little bit, and have some respect for other brothers and sisters. We all go through hard times. We all go through times when we're down in the valley. Yes, that's right. and you, as you get older and you have children and maybe grandchildren, you learn to have more graces for other people. Yes. You learn to be less legalistic and dogmatic about, you know, oh, this person and that young person and have you seen them? And you, you tend to be, well, let, let's pray for that brother. Hallelujah. Let's pray for that sister. Let, you know, let's be with them just a little bit. Yes. It, it ought not to be going the other way. Well, you're getting more rigid and more this way. And, oh, Brother Branham said this. And, but he also said this over here. Yeah, Hello, somebody. Yeah. You say, Brother Branham said this. And Brother Branham said this. But he also said this. Yeah. Are, are we all together? So. Please, friends, and I have that quote on my desk at home that the church will rise no higher than what their pastor teaches. And that's one quote. He talked about it in many places. So that's why Brother John, Brother Steve Clara is here. That's why we'll have Bible studies. That's, that's why we'll have other ministries. Is because our church will rise high, higher as, as you pull on these gifts. If you have a need, then cry out to God for it. I hope that we all would be more like Peter, James, and John, that whenever Jesus was in that Mount Transfiguration changing of his ministry, and then when Moses and Elijah disappeared, that it wasn't then that Peter said, let's go build a tabernacle. That was before. I hope that it's, and no man saw no one but Jesus only. I hope that our our attitude could have shifted from, oh, we got to do this and we got to do that, to, oh, I just want to see more of Jesus. Did I lose anybody there? All right, let's move along. It's Wednesday night and we got to be mindful of our families. This is one of the last messages of Brother Branham in California as he was just swinging down through the West Coast and coming on down home and... Quickly to be taken in just a few uh, days, just a few weeks. Right. He says, Notice they had done to him just exactly what the prophet said they would do, just as they are doing to this very same day in the later CN age. Yes. If you want to look at it, read Revelations 3. Yeah. Have you read that lately? Yes. Blind and naked and don't know it. Yeah. Turning Christ and he cuts off when he begins to reveal himself into the seed form again yeah. the same one that went in the ground come back to be the bride Amen. oh praise God I yeah. I want to be in that group Amen. that group right there when Amen. he reveals himself into the seed form again yeah. the same one that went into the ground come back to be the bride Just the bride and the groom is the same flesh and blood, the same ministry. I'm speaking tonight on the changing of the bride's ministry. So if there was changes in Jesus' ministry, changes in William Branham's ministry, there will be changes in the bride's ministry. And there will be changes in your life. same flesh and blood, the same ministry and the same things doing just exactly what He done, the Spirit, the Spirit. I want to go to James 1 right now, James 1, let's turn in our Bibles please, Uh, uh, we're doing okay for time now, just got a few more minutes, James chapter 1, Peter, James and John, Peter was that apostle of faith, that burly brother of faith, stepping out on the the water and jumping out of boats and saying things, you know, maybe quickly. That was Peter, more impetuous. John was the apostle of love. He was leaning on Jesus' breast. He was the younger of the disciples. We find these different ministries, but they're all good. And James was the apostle of hope. So we have Peter, James, and John. Faith, hope, and love. And I want to read a few verses of James. James, uh, speaking in verse 1 here, verse 2. James 1, verse 2. My brethren, count it all sadness and get in the flesh and let everyone know around you that you're going into many temptations. Make sure the chat group knows and make sure all your family knows and shut yourself. No, no, no. Count it all joy when you fall into divers or many temptations. Yes. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Say, but I'm so frustrated. I'm just, I'm just ready to... No, no, friends. It's working something good in your Hallelujah. life. God's not the author of confusion. He's not trying to test you to see you fail. You are his victory. So he's he's wanting the word to drop down to a deeper level than it ever has before. He's trying your faith. It's working patience. Verse 4, but let patience have her perfect work. Perfect is mature, so let it... Let it work out. Let it play out. Let God work in the situation. Let the token be applied. Let the Spirit abide in your loved ones. Apply it with with love. Apply it with desperation. But you cannot save your children. You cannot save your co-worker. You cannot save your spouse. There has to be something that is shed abroad in our hearts. Let the Word work. Let patience have her perfect work. Amen. That ye may be perfect or mature and entire. That's complete. Yeah. Lacking or wanting nothing. Yeah. Verse 5 is what I want you to circle or keep in your heart. If any of you lack wisdom, just give up and say you're 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 a nobody, you're 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 so no, no, no. If you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Isn't that so simple? Amen. Why do we stumble over simplicity? If any of you lack wisdom, yeah. let him ask of God. Yes, not the preacher asks for you. Right. That's it. Not, not yes. the youth leader asks for you. No, you dig down in there. Hallelujah. You dig down in the Word. You ask of God. You, oh, I'm in trouble. I need, I need answers. Well, you call out to God. A ministry can help you, a spouse can help you, a friend can help you, but it ought to be, if we're lacking wisdom, that we ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not. Upbraideth not means He's not upset at you. He's not frustrated at you. God is not just looking, I'll just get out of my space. You know, you're a bother to me. That's not the attitude of God. He, He giveth to you liberally means it's just more than enough. Say, lead me in my job. Lead me in my career. Lead me in relationships. Lead me in what I ought to be thinking about this situation in the church. Ask of God and what God will give you understanding. And He's not going to get upset at you and fuss about you. Oh, you're so ignorant for asking that question. He doesn't treat us that way. But He gives it back to us. It shall be given Him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Verse 8 talks about a double-minded person. A man is unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he's exalted. Boy, that's a good scripture. Let every person in the church be happy tonight that the Holy Spirit is elevating you. That It's not downing you and telling you you're a horrible person. He's actually trying to lift you up. And uh, You say, I am of low degree. Rejoice that you're being exalted. I love this. Brother Peter shared this with me. And you can see this lighthouse and how there's a road that travels out. Can you all see that road? When the tide is very, very low, you can actually drive out to this, but it very suddenly will come crashing through here, changes, and when the tide comes in, it is very, very fast, and you cannot get across to the lighthouse. There's changes to the bride's ministry. Some are fast, and some are gradual. I just want to introduce this to you before we close and maybe Sunday we can go further. There are changes of seasons in a Christian's life. We are in changes in our lives. All of us are in changes. Changes in our family. And and friends, let's not put our heads down in the sand. Changes in our families. We are living in a very rapid time when people's... uh, uh, the ways that they communicate is different than they used to communicate. The ways that they used to connect with one another is different. And we can just isolate ourselves and say, oh, that is just, and, and, or we can just buck it or we can say, God, give us wisdom in that matter. Help us, Lord, in this matter. I don't want to just always be frustrated Christian. How are you at going through changes? Do you accept them well or do you struggle? Are you... Abruptly in your attitude, or are you asking the Lord to help you? Changes in your career, changes in your job, changes in your school. There's junctions in all of our lives. I mean, Brother Dice just had one last Wednesday night. He he went home, and I think they went out with some of the young people, and he came to our house, and it's midnight, and he's got an interview. Because they're nine hours ahead over there in Netherlands, and he's got a job interview. So he's get, we're getting lights out and everything and to, for him to present himself, you know. Praise God. And he presented himself. Amen. And we found out, you know, this week that he was granted the job. But if he'd be unwilling to change, oh I'm not gonna have no interview at midnight. Are you kidding? I'm halfway across the world. Well well he needs a job and it's careers and you gotta be willing to change. Yeah. Some of you all were sleeping, and to be honest, I was sleeping. Hey, Amen. Uh, We helped him get all set up, and I said, whatever, and I'm going to bed. Amen. I'm in another season of change. I I had to get up the next morning and things. But there's changes, and I say that for a reason, that we need even our changes in our school and things, for the Lord to help us in these changes. Changes in our health. Our physical lives are changing. Our mental health. We need to be mindful of our mental health. And get rest and, and watch our diets and, and, and be careful on our media input and, and we need to be mindful of these things. Yes, amen. I said you need to be mindful. Yes, we all need to be mindful of our personal changes in our lives. You can't always do the things that you used to do and expect the same result. Uh, one of the brothers was speaking about that I believe and there's changes spiritually that we need to set ourselves up for success. Read your Bible and pray, and there's changes in the ministry. Yeah. Brother John needs to change. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sister Karen says, yeah. Uh, yeah, Brother John needs to change. Yeah, we, all, we all need to change. Yeah. If I said one of your names, you might be offended and yeah. quit coming to church. Yeah. Amen. So, I'll just say it. You need to change too. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Would you all like to jump on board and say, God, change us, Lord? Let us be a church that's willing to change. There will be changes in our church. And the ones that God will promote and bring to higher positions are ones that can stay humble. They can walk. And, and I, Brother John, as the pastor, will, will seek to use those that, how they handle the other people in the congregation. And it might not even be ones that are as gifted as you but if they're able to connect with God's people and stay in a channel and people receive from them, well, friends, that's what we all ought to be doing is getting out of the way more. Change isn't always bad. Change ain't always good either. Sometimes you try something and you say, whoops, we need to start doing it another way. Amen. Amen. If Brother John wanted everybody here at 6 o'clock on Sunday mornings, that probably wouldn't be a good change. Amen. You'd probably say, we love you, Brother John, but let's move it back a little bit. You know? Amen. Amen. Friends, we've got to be a team together and work as a body. Sometimes changes are necessary. Sometimes there needs to be changes. And if we're too hurried in those changes and... Words can be said and things can be done in a season of change that can cause damage yes. and cause hurt but I always love how brother Bradham talked about harmony yes. and he talked about this and spoken the word of the original seed and the church age book just watch the harmony between Jesus and the Father just watch how they walk together harmony between God and Christ Amen. so will the bride yes. he's talking about him showing Her, his word of life, he shows her and she receives it. She never doubts it. Nothing can harm her, not even death. For if the seed be planted, the water will raise it up again. And Brother Branham said, Amen. Then I got a great big hallelujah. Here is the secret. The word is in the bride and the mind of Christ to know what he wants done with the word. And she does it in his name. Mm-hmm. She has thus saith the Lord. Yes. God. Then it is germatized. Right. Right. Yes. So it's not just hearing the word. But it's the word being germatized. I'm going somewhere with this. I'm closing with this. She has thus saith the Lord. Yes. But that word needs to be germatized in us. Yes. So where the Holy Spirit can water it. Until it's growing and serves its purpose. They do only His will. Amen, I'll believe that. No one can persuade them different. They have thus saith the Lord, or they keep still. Then they will do the works of God, for it is Himself in them continuing His word to fulfill as He did complete in His days. Praise be to God. There were changes in Jesus' ministry, and he was successful. They put him on a cross, but he fulfilled his mission. There were changes in Brother Branham's ministry. First pull, second pull, third pull. But he was successful. He handed it off now into the bride of Christ. I believe that with all my heart. I believe there will be a bride that goes through all of these seasons in her life and keeps the Word as the main thing. God help us friends, we, we, we've gone from a summer time to a fall time, winter time, will be coming and then there will be another spring, but don't get stuck in one of these seasons, don't be a person that's always stuck in a certain season, God help us to be willing to change. I'm going back to our opening scripture in Matthew 3. A voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. In Matthew 17, the very same words. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye Him. Watch how it was the same. But in Matthew 17, hear ye Him. Are you there tonight where you're willing to change? In God's great symphony, where He moves down the music sheet and He led you to be baptized and brought you out of the world. And yeah. my sister Cynthia has just been wonderful yeah. since, this, since the booth. Yeah. How many would just say yeah. amen? For? Yeah. This July, August, and she's yeah. just been like a rocket ship. Yeah. Yeah, right. You've done so well, sister Cynthia. I think we need to encourage one another. Yeah. We can go literally from the guttermost to the uttermost. We can go down to where we're just wondering where we're at, to where God's feeding us and, and nurturing us. And I want to minister you tonight and, and say the same voice that spoke about Jesus wants to speak about you and say, "Hear ye him, Hear ye her." Let's be willing to change. I say that before our musicians come. Let's be more sensitive. In these areas of change in our personal lives, let's stay flexible. I'm leading into Sunday now. Let's stay flexible. Let's stay teachable. There's no brownie points and there's no badges in the message. You don't get no badge, you know, here. I think that it's very important to to understand that I want to stay teachable in the Word of God. And be careful about family strains. They can hinder a change that God wants to do in your life. You know, sometimes friends and uh, associates that are even close to you, they don't always know what's best for you. And I'm saying that very respectfully because some of you have really good friends and some of your families are very good. But there's times that you need to stand alone. I was listening to Brother Brown this week and he's talking about how that he has to stand alone. It's not you and your wife, you and your husband, you and your friend, always. There's times you've got to battle it out alone. And this will be a good quote to end on, but this is one of the times I woke up in the middle of the night and went to my desk and, and actually wrote these words down because I've listened to this message, Brother Mark, probably five, six times at least, seven times. In and, and, and the last days, and, and I, I went to my desk, it was in the middle of the night, because I heard Brother Branham speaking about a prayer line, and prayer, and prayer cards, and he was talking about discernments and things, and he says, We're moving beyond that now. Oh, praise be to God, we're moving beyond that now. And he goes on to speak about maybe it'll come to pass and things. But Brother Branham was tapping into the third pool. And he was really tapping into the Word of God. Where God help us not to be always depending on somebody to lay their hands on me. Or a prayer card. Or a certain discernment of the preacher. Or a special visiting minister. Friends, you got to go deeper than that. He's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. In the middle of the night. In the middle of your trial. And I'll say this publicly. There'll be times when no one understands you but Jesus. No one knows. Even you don't know what's going on. Your mind's about ready to burst. Your, your flesh feels like it's just ready to, it's like on fire when you have to throw yourself into the arms of Jesus. It's not friends going to hold you. It's not your associates going to hold you. That's when you need Jesus to be a friend. Hallelujah. Be a good listener, friends. I encourage all of you. You've listened well tonight. But it's time for us to turn a corner. Yeah. Amen. Maybe Sunday we'll get into that, more of the bride's new ministry. It's time for us to go turn these corners at these junctions. Now, I'm talking about October 2023. Yeah. It's time that we move beyond. Yeah. And I'm not, say, doing away with. I said it's time that we move beyond that. And I'm using the words of a prophet, Heavenly Father, help us tonight, Lord, as we bow our heads at the end of this service. Lord, we're not looking around, we're not stumbling at someone else's. We're saying, "Me, Lord, is it me, O oh Lord?" We humbling ourselves, like the like the men that put the box there, and they just their heads were in the box, Lord. Lord, help me in my spirit and my attitude. Help me and my family, Lord. How, why can I be looking at somebody else and, and what they're doing when really I stand in need of, of prayer, Lord? I can do better in my family. Where's my children tonight? What's going on with my spouse? Oh, Father, we begin to self-examine ourselves and we say, oh, God, what good can come out of our lives outside of your mercy and grace? I pray that you bless this little church, Lord. Maybe a little broken up sermon tonight, but I had some things that we've been pondering for some weeks now and I wanted to speak tonight, Lord. And We look forward to Sunday already and what you have for us, Lord. Yes, Lord. But not just service to service. I don't want the emphasis always to just be on pulpit ministry and church and going to an address. But be in our homes, Lord. Be in our individual lives, Lord. I've been thinking of our young people and our young adults that are facing schooling. It's not easy. We're not living in an easy age, Lord. I pray for strength for each one of them. Even some of our young adults, Lord, and they're going to colleges and universities. Some have started their own businesses. I was thinking of Sister Charity Weimer, how from a little girl, 14 and 15, she wanted to be in church. She wanted to come and be around believers. She wanted to just hear the Word. And so as a teenager, she came alone. She left her home. Her father and mother and brothers and family, yeah. she wanted to be in a church. Yeah. I realize more and more, Lord, that we are family yeah. for one another. Amen. We need to be a better family. Amen. We could all do better, Lord. We could all be more mindful of the needs within our local church. Yeah, that's right. I pray that you take all pride and arrogance out of all of yeah. us, Lord. This church does not revolve around one family or two families. We are a body and we are a team and we need to operate together. We need to be more like you, Jesus. And I'm humbling myself right down to the base, all of us, Lord, that realizing there's no great ones among us. I don't want to be guilty, and I know our brother Steve isn't guilty, brother Mark, brother Ken Andes, and others that minister of putting it all in the pulpit. We have our own needs. We have our own issues. We have our own faults and failures. We don't know it all. When, when people ask us questions, we don't know it all. We need you, Lord, tonight. I'm so happy for Brother James that could go to this Mount Transfigure experience Peter, James, and John and come back and write down a a letter to us and say if any of you lack wisdom just ask of God. Just ask and He'll give it to you. Is there anyone here tonight would like to ask the Lord something? Just right now you'd just like to say something to Him personal. Take me into that secret place, Lord. Take me into that private place. Go, God, I know we're about ready to leave and go our separate ways, but how we need to focus in on that secret place. Are you getting there, friends? Are we getting one another there? Help our little church, Lord. Help our church, God, to rise above the symbols and rise above the noise of the crowd, rise above the clapping of the hands, rise above the voice of the preachers, rise above, Lord, rise above. the wires and the gyprock and the windows and the doors and the bills. Let us rise above that, Lord. Help our families that are struggling, Lord. And it may even get worse this year, coming into the election year. It may even get harder, the gas prices and the food prices. Help our people, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord, and our families. When we are weak, when we are at our weakest, that's actually when we're the strongest. It shows our character. What do we turn to in moments of crisis? I pray that we would turn to you, Jesus. Oh, let us not be reaching for the hands of Eliezer, but let us run into the tent. Let us run into the tent with our Isaac. Let us throw ourselves at his feet and say, Oh, Bridegroom. Oh, Bridegroom, draw me into your heart. Draw me into your will. Draw me into your presence, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord. Let's move beyond that now. In Jesus' name as we stand.